Welcome to this MOOC podcast by the All Wales Faculty for Dental Care Professionals from Bangor University. Hello and welcome to the Supervising Registrant in Practice training podcast from the All Wales Faculty for Dental Care Professionals. In this podcast, we're going to be discussing identifying learning in the workplace. We'll have a little look at learner as an individual, learning styles and approaches to learning and applying that theory in the dental context. So this session is really going to get you to start to think about what does learning look like where you work? And that might seem like a really strange thing to start with, but you work in this area all the time and you maybe don't necessarily think about it in terms of what the learning opportunities might be. So we're going to start by thinking about what your learner brings to the situation. So everybody's different. Everybody comes from a different place. We've all got various knowledge, skills, attributes that we bring to a learning situation. So you'll need to understand your learner. So as part of the programme, we would expect the student to be able to do some self-reflection before they come to you. We would expect them to understand a little bit about how they learn themselves. And you might want to do some of those exercises yourself, too, so that you're aware, much more aware of your learning style and how learning Um, how you want to learn when you're in clinical practice. So you have to understand what the learner feels is important to them. So what we want you to think about is something called um, different learning styles. And there are different ways of looking at that. But one of the most simple is known as VARC. So that's V-A-R-K. So there is visual. So obviously seeing and that fits in with what we were talking about last time when we mentioned that mantra of observation, observe, rehearse and practice. So some people will be visual learners. Some people will be oral learners. So they will want to listen to things and they might want to do that several times, much like you're doing in terms of this podcast right now. Some people will be reflective learners, so they will naturally want to sit back. They'll naturally want to observe something, think about it for a while, and then they might want to talk about it or talk about how they've learned from it. And some people will be kinesthetic learners, so they'll be the people who really want to get in there and feel the equipment and feel what it's like in their hands and how does this work and what does this do. And So they'll want to be fiddling with things and they'll be kinesthetic learners. So if you think about our mantra of observe, rehearse and practice and think about those learning styles, then we're going to talk today about how you can implement those and apply those in practice. Yeah, so once we've got our learning style, then we can or how our learner learns, we can then start looking at the approaches and how we can help the the learner to learn in their preferred way. Absolutely. And that's really important. And most learners should have an understanding of how they learn. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But there are two main approaches that we want to talk about, and that's deep and surface approaches to learning. So a surface approach to learning is very much what we might call um, rote learning. So it means that you don't necessarily have an understanding, but you can repeat a fact. So, you know, 100 years ago when I was at school and I learnt my two times table, I, I knew to that I had to say that two times two equals four. But it was rote learning in terms of I just learned the saying. What we want is the deep learning. So what we wanted to tease out is to understand that if I multiply two by itself, then I get another number and how that works. So deep and surface approaches to learning are really important. And obviously, we want to move your learner away from the surface approaches 
to really help them to understand and get the deeper learning going. Yeah, because of course, when we're looking at dental nurse training, some of our nurses have been doing the job they do, and then they start the education. So they know how to do it, but they don't always know why they're doing it. Absolutely. And that's what we want to try and kick off. Exactly. That understanding. Exactly. So that's really important. And, and also... When we, when we say that, you know, everybody comes from a different place and some of your dental nurse students may have been in practice for, for a long time and may be very experienced in what they do. So sometimes it's about helping them to look at things with a new lens and helping them to look at things as a learner rather than just being able to do something in a way that feels comfortable because they've been doing it for years. So it's just realising that just because the student dental nurse looks like they know what they're doing, they really need to know the why and so it's important then that we sort of facilitate that with, with our questioning and making sure that we understand that they know the why. Shall we have a little look now at the styles of the learner? So again, there are some recurring themes here in terms of different ways that people learn. So there are lots of different frameworks and different models that you can look at. And some of those are included in the lecture series that will accompany these podcasts. But there's something called activists. So they're much like our kinesthetic learners. So they get in there and they do things and they're usually quite um, keen to get involved and sometimes you have to rein that overconfidence in a little bit but you'll get a feel for that as, as you kind of work with your learner then there are the reflectors so again they're the people who might naturally want to sit back a bit and they on the other hand might need a bit more encouragement to get going and actually um, engage with people and engage with equipment and an experiment do some active experimentation You've got your theorists who like to know all the understanding and break everything down into its component parts and understand how they all fit together. And again, they can sometimes get a bit um, distracted by the minutiae rather than thinking about the performance as a whole and, and kind of getting in there and, and getting going. And then there are your pragmatists who like to apply that new knowledge that they, you know, they've learned something in, in the classroom or through a workbook and they want to try it out. So they want to have a go. And usually they, they again, are quite active and quite keen to get involved. Yeah, so it's just managing your learner to, to sort of control them if they really want to go ahead and sort of hold the, you know, and push them if they're a little bit timid. That's and sort right. of appreciating those learning styles. It is. And, and you need to have a conversation with your learner quite quite near the beginning of your journey together because you are supporting each other really in some ways so you need to have that conversation with your learner to talk to them about how they learn best they may have done some exercises to identify whether they are visual oral reflective or kinesthetic learners they should have done some self-reflection to be able to identify that so whilst you want to work with their preferred learning style, you also need to push them into some of the other areas of the learning styles that are available so that they extend their knowledge and they actually extend the way that they learn to become those deep learners that we really want. OK, so we really just want to promote the understanding of what they're doing clinically, not just the doing. So how do we then apply all these learning theories in the dental clinic or in the dental practice? So really, it's about this notion of situated learning. So because you're out there in a clinical area in the dental surgery, you need to think about what are those learning opportunities that, that might come along? 
So sometimes it's useful to think about that in terms of the patient journey. So where does the patient physically go within the building? What what are the ports of call that they might go to? So there might be a waiting area. There might be um, a treatment room itself. There might be a separate x-ray room. They might, they might stay in the treatment room and then they might go back out through the door in terms of, you know, make another booking and off they go. So you might want to think about that and the learning opportunities that there are. And then you need to think about what are the skill sets, so the psychomotor skills that need to be learned, and that might include specific equipment, um, certain instruments that need to be put together, dismantled, or whatever it might be. So there is some um, psychomotor kinesthetic learning that might be taking place. And then there's also what's the role of your, your learner, your dental nurse, in terms of communicating with both the dentist and the patient. So there might be some professional communication that needs to take place between you and the dentist or anybody else who happens to be in that environment um, from a pro- professional point of view. And then you also need to think about your um, interpersonal skills to talk to your patient and make sure that they're OK. And that concludes our discussion. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And of course, thank you to Debbie. Stay tuned for the next podcast from the faculty on mentoring. Also, keep up to date with us online at www.awfdcp.ac.uk and on Twitter at AWFDCP. Thank you for listening to this MOOC podcast by the faculty from Bangor University.